because now I'm getting older, I'm seeing trouble in a different way. I'm doing this for myself. Um, and only I can remember how happy I was. And that is what I want to take away with me and share with my friends and others in the future. It really, is, it really is the genuine authenticity that we are when we travel across borders, but somehow we find a piece of us in a side of globe that we didn't expect to see. Hello, hello. Welcome to your Best Deal Broad podcast, hosted by me, Die Yun, your authenticity booster to human better while making the world your own. I'm here to support you on your life abroad journey by bringing you honest and raw conversations about identity, isolation, and cultural differences that are barriers alone, but shared human experiences when we come together. I hope I can make you feel less alone and realize that border is only where our expansion begins and bonds never end. By evoking fulfillment from within, you too can be your best you abroad and share that love with the world. By pressing play, we walk each other home. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to another episode. Greetings from Lisbon or Ola de Lisboa. I hope where you are in the world,、uh, you are making it a lovely Libra season in this、uh, hopefully peaceful October.、Uh, so, just a little personal update. So, after my accident in late August,、um, in September, I was able to recover for the most part,、um, and I am still. Healing、uh, with my ankle, but at least now I am able to walk.、Uh, and today is my day four、uh, on my three-week trip in Europe, and I am still in my first stop in Lisbon, Portugal. And so far, it's been an absolutely lovely journey, and、um, it's been I've just able to really try. Lots of new foods, different new concepts in the dining industry,、um, and just get to just reacquaint Lisbon in 2022 after the world has just experienced some drastic, like some really drastic changes with digital nomad economy, and also just how this city has really shaped by the influx of、um, foreign professionals and also foreign capital.、Um, but I'm still very warmed to see. That the city is able to preserve its character and the warmth,、um, and can still thrive. And hopefully, this and、uh, the locals can really benefit from this economy. I know it's kind of sidetracked, but this reminds me of my earlier conversation with Melissa about gentrification and the digital nomad economy.、Um, so, I think you know my, my first impression this time in、uh, Lisbon really is just how wildly. No, how wildly and widely English is spoken, and how many tourists and digital nomads and expats now actually live and work in Lisbon.、Uh, I think this booming、um, nomad economy creates a very sharp and stark contrast with the abandoned buildings that are being left out throughout the the city. Uh, Lisbon is still a very, very gorgeous city, but once in a while, even in very booming neighborhoods, you will see a few abandoned buildings. They're still beautiful; is the area is still safe, but you definitely see the little scars and the little holes that we see now in the city,、um, and also just the rising prices and the very drastic different economic bracket. Um, many locals, especially the elderly locals, live under versus the young nomads.、Um, this is definitely something that I've been seeing throughout、um, Europe, 
uh, and even Latin America and sometimes my, my home country. Um, but really seeing this happening in a, yeah, in, in a European city, I think it just really just draws the very um, sharp parallel to what I saw in Colombia, Bogota in um, August. But that's just a very, that, that's more like a brain dump. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but today I just want to share three quick things uh, about smart solo travel tips that I experimented this time uh, that I have been just trying to learn and just trying. Um, but so far has really been um, benefiting me and improving my overall travel experience as a solo female traveler. Uh, this time uh, in Europe. So I'm gonna dive right in. So number one, uh, one thing that really, really improved my entire experience is to pack ultra light. And I want to underscore ultra. Uh, to break it down, so I will be visiting seven cities, four countries, for a little over three weeks in Europe this time. So they are Portugal, France, Germany, and Spain. So Portugal and Spain will be very warm. They, uh, during the day, they will often feel like in the low 30s Celsius. But France and Germany will be quite cold, especially for a half Miamian like me. Uh, so usually there are the highest pretty much will be like in the mid-teens or on a, on a good day, maybe in the high teens uh, with some rain. So these are definitely two very different kind of weather. Uh, but considering the length, considering the two weathers I'm preparing for, I actually only brought two bottoms and four tops. So one bottoms, that's one pair of jeans with no holes, and one pair of just looser, more comfier, lighter cotton kind of pants. Uh, I'm at two tops, so two t-shirts, one white, one black, and two tanks, or two camis, one white, white, uh, one, white one black. So four in total. Uh, they are all very basic items, um, but together uh, I'm able to really kind of com combine and make different kind of outfits. Especially for the colder days, I can layer up the camis and the t-shirts, and plus a very ultra light puffy jacket. And that's usually for fall weather. And the benefit of really packing ultra light, I think number one is these are essential and matchable items without thinking. So the immediate benefit is in the morning or the night before, now I really don't need to plan my outfit because even if I'm just super sleepy, if I'm just really late in the morning, I can grab anything, any two pieces, and I'll be done. I think um, one thing we often struggle with in a society that's really run on capitalism and consumption is our decision-making fatigues. Every time, like every morning when we wake up, we kind of, you know, I intentionally often reach, out, like, reach to our phones and then to read the text messages, emails that we got, sometimes even, even um, pro pro promotional emails from brands that we somehow just uh, signed up. Uh, and then we begin to read them and then we get up uh, and then we choose which kind of skincare that we should be wearing. And then we choose what kind of outfit that we should be doing, what kind of haircut, what kind of hairstyle. We can do and then we decide on breakfast and, and then we decide should we walk or should we drive or should we take public transportation so by the time I actually actually reach the work we actually began to speak to our colleagues um we've already made so many decisions before that uh, and the same applies to travel so one thing with overpacking especially just packing to 
in in the name of giving us some options, what it gives really is the extra room and the weight to make extra decisions. If we pack more than essential skincare, then we will always have to de- we'll always have to decide on which moisturizer should we use today. And if we wear, if we pack a lot more outfits than we actually need to use, especially the ones that are just optional that we just want to take for the one fancy dinner, for the one rainy day. Um, it's one's extra weight, but but also for me personally, it's just decision making. So pretty much now, without that kind of weight, you know, like I, I really don't really worry or feel a regret or feel at a loss that I don't have my prettiest, most bang outfit with me because that really is not the the point. And often, you know, I'm I'm a traveler who really enjoys, you know, when I really go to a very immersive and impressive sight i really just allow myself to sink in first and then you know if i think it's worth it to if it will show up good on camera i'll take a video for tiktok or take a picture for my family and friends um and maybe you know i would take take a photo of myself or ask someone to take a photo of me but it really is the energy really is the experience because you know for those who have traveled or even just you know if you remember any important experiences it's the the memory of the event remind you of like the, the the entire feeling but not the outfit you are wearing or maybe when whenever you are going through a closet you see this red dress you can remember that really lovely dinner you had with your grandparents but it's the dinner that worth a lot more love than the outfit um so i think this time really i think i'm really living through the whole experience of less is more so packing ultralight this time uh, you know, I was able to fit every single thing under 7.95 kilos in one backpack, and that's it. Um, and it's really light, and I don't, you know, like, yeah, when I drop my bag off at the hotel, um, before check, uh, before checking in, I can just take out, take out my, my crossbody, throw in some essentials, and then I'm on the road. Um, I don't need to think about storage, I don't need to think about, I don't need to think about, um, all of the extra items that I need to protect. Uh, or just how to how do I fold everything? Do I have enough room? Uh, all of that, you know, I have not thought once. And I think this is my very first time actually having the courage to pack ultra light, because I think there's always a fear that oh, what if I need this? What if I miss this? But I think my experience. I'm not gonna tell you how you are gonna feel, but my experience is that, well, I haven't. Um, and travel alone, you know, it's a learning. Uh, it's a very engaging interaction. So itself is can be sometimes very overstimulating uh so i'm i think i'm overwhelmed by all the things i've seen and experienced that i just really don't have the time to even think about the materials that i miss and the thing is i can always return to home and find whatever that i have there right um but the point is when i travel again going back to the two keywords essential and matchable without thinking those are the items that i do and so far you know two pants two pair of pants and four tops i'm very 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 happy um and um yeah i just want to yeah because i'm also taking this episode on the live on tiktok and uh so i got some comments on the whole the decision making stress right uh yeah i think it's both for travel and also for life in general absolutely um and that comes to my second point is to actually leave room for resting and do not plan just to keep your eight hours or even 24 hours packed to avoid traveler's guilt so what does it mean let me break it down 
So I'm the Aries. So I'm a very much on the go person, 24/7. And a important lesson that I'm constantly learning, both in travel and also just life in general, is just you know leave some room for the universe and leave some room to rest, leave some room to 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 stop and learn to pause and like step back in order to. Meet others halfway without me taking over the entire space.、Um, so in terms of traveling, I think this time I did something again, very against my intuition and instinct, is not to pack my day like to the fullest. So I think so. One thing you know, like this is a sidebar note, is you know now many cities right on me. Lisbon,、um, I'm about to go to Porto, and from what I saw, like Paris, Berlin, all of these like major cities, they all have the. City card, right? Either city card or the museum slash attraction passes. So pretty much they will just give you maybe like sixty museums. You can visit them for free if you buy this card.、Um, and、uh, you know if you、uh, if you do the math and you know if they really way way exceed your、uh, expectation, can really save you money, then buy that. But at least this time in Lisbon, I didn't take the card. It's because and I actually really like it. It's because.、Um, When I was planning on taking the card, I was making my itinerary based on what sites are covered in the Lisbon card. But when I kind of took out the card list, I made a decision on my own, and then that's that, and that made it so easy to trim down to the sites, museums that I'm actually genuinely interested in going, instead of going just to make my money worth it. Um, and another thing is. We, you know, like especially for these kind of major cities, where you kind of like look on、uh, some travel blogs, they often really plan for the whole day, right? You have breakfast here, and then you go to these museums, and then lunch, blah blah blah, dinner, and after dinner, that is a full day.、Um, and with jet lag, especially if you are traveling out of the region,、um, and also just the whole day on the on 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 your foot, that's you know at least we're talking about fifteen thousand steps a day at least, especially in a hilly city like Lisbon, is a pretty challenging workout, especially for someone who just recovered from a car accident and who lives in a very flat city in Miami.、Um, that's a lot of physical labor in addition to your brain stimulating. You know, because when you travel, you really get really excited. You see so many people. You get to experience something new that you've never seen before.、Um, so there's definitely gonna be some emotional and physical fatigue. So when you really travel, if if you really just go hardcore like Braveheart from day one, like your overall experience and energy and the amount of mental space you can give and dedicate to the rest of your trip is gonna, you know, for 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 the best, gradually. Decline, but regardless, it's gonna decline. So by the time you reach to your final destination or final few days, you're just gonna be worn out.、Um, and so this time, bearing that in mind, I did something that、I、usually wouldn't do.、Uh, but this time is both for my physical well-being after the car accident that I didn't want to like do too hard on my body,、um, and also just to try out a different experience is to also plan ultralight. So I pretty much read plenty of reviews. I checked. The site's official website, and really see, you know, if these are sites that I would genuinely enjoy, and only focus on those. And even with those,、um, I kind of had two tiers. So the top tier, they are the essential ones that I'm just so excited to see, and the second tier, they are the ones you know they are kind of in the surrounding area that I want to see, but I wouldn't 
be so sad if I don't have the energy to do. Uh, so I keep them on second tier as my backup plan. Um, and with doing that, it really has you know just made time a very enjoyable, pleasurable experience than something I'm trying to run up against. Before I was, I really feel like I was running against time. Oh, I want I, I can only be here for one hour and then uh, and then blah blah blah. So I was really focused more a lot, a lot more on the quantity of sites that I could visit instead of the quality of the emotional experience and just the sense of pleasure, right? Like like right there visiting and traveling. Um so this time I chose the latter. I chose the pleasure a lot more than the quantity. A lot more than what I'm gonna write in my blog, how many things I'm gonna summarize to my family or friends to sound impressive. I just like now it's just maybe it's also be away by train uh to lisbon and sintra has a big series of parks and palaces uh that's uh many of them were built starting in the 8th century um and is a collection of unesco world heritage sites so i was very um excited about sintra both for just the landscape and also for the palaces but yesterday that's the one pretty much i you know i still felt that the, the time difference and was just tired um and especially with uh this past few days i felt my ankle was just a little hurting when i was just hiking up the hills in lisbon so i was worried about seeing certain monuments seeing certain castles in sintra that's just too much of a hike and i was just worried and also just reading the the results reading the the reviews i was just seeing the official sites myself i saw that you know like i i don't need to go to that many castles in one day um and Especially, you know, when the trip if that's gonna occupy my entire day, uh, pretty much I'll spend hours just to hike, right? Um, and by the time I make it back to Lisbon, I wouldn't really have the time to really reflect on this and do this podcast uh, and prepare for my tomorrow trip to 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 Porto. Uh, so today, pretty much I only so I went to Sintra, had a great time, but I only visit one one castle, the one the the castle of Sintra, the one that I really really care about the most. And when I was there, I took my sweet time. I checked out every single room. I I sat there. I enjoyed the view. I didn't rush at all. And I had a beautiful time. And even just taking the bus, right, just going through Sintra, that was a very lovely trip. And instead of taking the bus on the way home, I walked back to the train station. So that also got me to just experience the local area a little more. Uh, so now, you know, I was able to take a little quick nap. Um, I enjoyed some lovely dim sum back in Lisbon, um, and uh, now I'm reflecting on my days in Lisbon, and now I'm I feel very rested, and I feel really excited and restored for Porto tomorrow. So, just to sum it up, I know I could kind of like vomit it a little bit. So it's just not to pack to be packed, because traveler's guilt is real. I think like when we travel, we always feel the guilt of. We're not supposed to be sad. We're supposed to take advantage of everything. We're not supposed to spend too many hours in the hotel, right? We're supposed to like be out there and just keep on walking, all of that. Not really, because you know, if you really pack your schedule, pack your time just to be packed, when you are out there, you are only fulfilling an obligation. You are not doing anything out of pleasure. You are not fulfilling your desires. Um, yeah, and that used to be like my pattern before. But now, leaving some room, that not only allowed me to just truly, truly enjoy and value what I do, um, but you also just leave more room for surprises to check out when I have this, that, that, that flexible hours, I get to 
walk through neighborhoods that just don't show up on Google, but they're equally amazing that only the locals know. Um, so things like that. And uh, also just not to visit sites just for the sake of it. Because you know what? Like, even if this country is just super known for their ancient art, but you have no connection to that period and you don't really care, then there's really no point for you to take 100 pictures to impress others when you really don't understand why you were there. The time is yours, the joy is yours, the memory is yours. So stay true to yourself. Uh, and number three is in terms of budget. Uh, so I think with money, it's when we travel, it's always about a balance between splurge and save. Uh, so I think, so let's begin with saving. Uh, so with saving, uh, this time where I saved, pretty much where I spent no money on, that's my uh, round trip tickets from and to Miami. So I was able to utilize my credit card points, stack them up. And so I got round trip tickets and upgraded to economy premium, um, direct flights. So pretty much I pay, only pay taxes. So the, the fee was very, very minimal. Uh, but that's also because I planned ahead of time. So I was able to stack up my points to prepare for the airline to prepare to save up for the points. Um, and also if you, I'm going to make another episode just about this because now I just realized that credit card, especially the reward credit card that you, that requires a fee, they can be very tricky, uh, both in terms of credit scores and also just how to use the points. They're not as straightforward as they seem. Uh, and especially for non-US citizens who live in the States, uh, how do you really increase your, your credit score and how to really take advantage of the credit system? It can be hard to learn. So I'm going to save it for another episode. Um, but for credit cards, I really think that you know, if you have a confident and safe, healthy relationship with money, I strongly recommend everyone to get a credit card. Uh, but only, only, only when you are financially independent um, and you feel comfortable to do so, especially with the cards that come with a fee and a very high interest rate. Um, so credit card, it really rewards the people who pay their bills on time because I pretty much use my credit card like a debit card. So by like, so pretty much after I spend, I pay them right back. I never carry balance on my, on my credit cards because I don't want to pay 25% interest um, for the, the money. Uh, yeah. Um, but the reward really is, you know, like if you just swipe your debit card, money is just money. But when you swipe your credit card, um, you get points. So, you know, through this kind of rewards card, some of some sometimes one dollar spend can return 10 points. Sometimes it can be two points or one point, five points. When you stack them up, um, that can easily become, you know, like free hotels and free flights. So this time in the saving category, I saved really big on my round trip ticket uh, from Miami, from and to Miami. Uh, and also I was able to pay for a few nights of hotels. Uh, so those were pretty much, yeah, those were 100% free. And another part that I saved um, is lodging. So I think lodging is usually the most challenging part to budget on uh, in cities, especially these very popular destinations like Paris, right? Madrid, um, these are really not easy to save. So what I did was to kind of uh, think about both my social energy and also the money um, to split between hotels and hostels. So let's say right now, because in Lisbon, I so two days I'm alone, two days I was with a friend. So because of that, so I was able to split a hotel room with my friend 
So this time it kind of is half a half a safe, half splurge. Um, so I was split this hotel with my friend. But what I, what we did for me is that uh, for the first few days, you know, I'm in a very comfortable and private, uh, safe environment where I don't have to worry about other people sharing a room with me. I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night because someone else needs to use the restroom. Um, and and also I'm also able to just readjust my like the, the whole sleeping schedule and all of that with a five hour time difference. Um, but let's say when I'm going to Porto, I'll be there alone. I don't know anyone in Porto, but so I'm gonna stay in a hostel. So in a hostel, number one, you're not safe economically, and also if I feel called to, I will be able to make a lot of friends because that's pretty much all solo travelers or just travelers in general. They're all in hostels. It's a very um, social environment, I got to kind of have some travel bodies to, to explore a new city that where I have no friends to meet up with uh, together. And um, yeah, so pretty much, and after that, you know, I will be staying at uh, friends' places in a few cities, and then also pretty much just mixed up hotels and hostels together. So, for example, for a city like Paris, in Paris, all the hostels they begin, I want to say, at around $70 per night. In a six to eight dorm, uh, and then when I check those hostels in Paris in general, just don't have the best review, uh, and they are not really in the best neighborhood. Especially, you know, I just don't really want to since it's such a big city. I don't really want to spend that much time just commuting. Um, so you, so when I made when when I kind of did the math, I um chose a hotel instead of a hostel because pretty much the hotel was able to find a good deal through my credit card travel portal. It's not that much expensive than a hostel, but it's a very good location. And after a few nights at, with, with friends and stuff, I get to really kind of wind down um, and have my own place. And also, that's also when I'm going to make my podcast videos, uh, not podcast videos, to tape my, tape my podcast and, and schedule in some work meetings. So I need that privacy. Um, and um, versus, you know, in Berlin, I'm going to split between the hotels I go to pay for uh, with my points for free. Um, and one night at the hostel, just to balance everything out. So that way, um, financially, I feel very at ease. So I don't really stress myself out with all of the money I'm spending just on like a bed. That I'm just spent maybe no more than 10 hours in. Um, and I also just kind of, that can also give me the social uh, space and energy that I need depending on where I am uh, in the trip. So that's flight and lodging. Uh, and um, and the last two points, they are just more self-explanatory, um, explan- I think. Uh, one is fine dining versus local food. Um, personally, you know, I am not the biggest fan of fine dining, but I will only go to fine dining if, you know, that hotel or restaurant is very historical. Uh, or it's just famous for its history and all of that, then that's the only occasion where I would go to fine dining. Um, but usually, especially when I travel, I prefer to support local small businesses um, and just to try, you know, the mom and pop kind of shops. That's where I think my money is the most worth, uh, where I get the best food. Because, you know, with fine dining, you know, like I, I find that, that experience quite replaceable, that sense of luxury. Um, Especially you know where I live, Miami is all about fine dining. Um, but for the ones that are just very unique, that's the only occasion that I would you know like genuinely very happy to do so. 
So that's another、uh, place I I kind of save money, but also I feel that's also good investment to enjoy the local ambiance.、Um, and the last point on saving is public transportation versus Uber. I'm a huge fan of public transportation, especially I think during the day. I actually prefer the buses over the subway, especially during my earlier days in the city. So let's say from the from the air、uh, from the airport to my hotel,、uh, I took a bus. So on the bus, I was able to kind of during that forty minute ride, I was able to kind of get a feel of Lisbon, right? Just seeing the city. You know, that's pretty much a free sightseeing tour. You get to shoot two birds in one stone, and also you get to travel. You get to really see what the city is about,、um, and it's also very affordable. Um, and so with Uber, I only do Uber、um, and shared ride during inconvenient hours for both safety and also during the hours public transportation is not accessible.、Um, yes, but these are just my parts that I feel comfortable with in terms of saving.、Uh, and now we're splurge. So the first point that's where I already kind of touched on is hotel. So I usually prefer to start my trip at the hotel, especially if I need to. Uh, have time difference to adjust, or in a new city that do not know much about.、Um, so in the hotel, I was able to really just I think especially the first few nights, first two nights I think it's really important to have a nice sleep schedule,、uh, to sleep in a comfortable way, so I can just restore my energy to rest up, to be able to even take a bath, take a you know nice hot shower. To take a face mask, all of that,、um, just so just to restore my physical energy, so the rest of the trip can go well.、Um, and also for the sense of personal space,、um, I think that's a very important thing. So that's the first few nights at the, at the hotel. That's a very、uh, so I always think that's a very worthy splurge.、Uh, and if you are going on more extensive backpacking trips, so I want to say maybe for long for me, that's at least you know a trip uh, um, uh, a week. This time I'm doing three weeks, a little over three weeks. So I am. I have a few hotels planned out throughout the three weeks.、Um, so I always have something to look forward to,、uh, you know, just to have my own space. So I think that's also a change of perspective, right? You know, when you just share the room with seven or five other people and returning to a hotel,、um, you know, I think we just get to really enjoy. That sense of peace all over again. I think that's of some. That's a pretty nice gratitude moment、um, in a long journey.、Um, and、uh, another, the second part I like to splurge a little really is about the experiences. Experiences both in terms of just local attractions, but also you know just small things like like this time from Paris to Mannheim to Germany. I'm gonna take the first class train because that train is gonna be the the French train, and I've heard lovely lovely things about the French train. But also was because when I tried to book the second class train, somehow the seats that I wanted could not be confirmed. But when I booked for the first class, it could. But again, it's only a ten euro difference.、Um, so you know, I'm only gonna take that French train once in in this trip. So why not just check out the the, the first class? Even though you know what I from what I've heard and seen, it's not that different. But why not?、Uh, you know, it's I'm like I I I'm not sure when's gonna gonna be the next time I'm gonna take the train. So. I think that's a little experience. I'm very happy to pay the little fee to upgrade. And another upgrade I think is very worthy of a splurge is flights seat. So let's say this time I'm flying in TAP, TAP, the Portuguese、uh, airline.、Uh, so their normal regular economy seats they are not reclinable. But from Miami to Lisbon,、uh, it's 
a little over eight hours. So this time we're actually on the plane for a little over nine hours. And on the way back, is that the flying time alone is going to be over nine hours. That's quite long. Um, and especially, you know, I think, you know, even without my injury, I wouldn't really sit in the non-reclinable seats. Especially this time I had, because last month I had a broken rib. So I'm still healing. Um, so that's where I kind of paid the, pay the fee to go to economy premium, which was actually so worth it. Like their seats are very spacious. Um, and I really appreciate the fact that I was able to kind of sleep well with the seats. Um, so yeah, again, I really like to invest in things that can restore my energy or preserve my energy so I can have a better experience because, you know, these are really just the fees that, you know, I was very happy to pay. Uh, and I was also, I was also able to afford it. So these are the parts that I really think is just a good investment to, for the entire trip. Um, and um, mm, I'm trying to read my notes, but I can't really read it right now. Think about, yeah, think about the return. Yes, think about the return. Expenses are just the ones that pretty much, you know, you, uh, you bought like a t-shirt that you wore once. That's just a expense. But if you bought a Polaroid, but you're going to take that Polaroid with you to every single trip, that becomes an investment, that becomes a memory, that becomes a sig signature little activity that you do for yourself. So those are the things that are just, just much worth it. Um, so yeah, so be smart with your budget. Um, and um, yeah, so I think money really is the foundation of what we do. Uh, so when we really, and the way we treat our money, is the way we treat everything in life. Uh, so do what you feel comfortable and called to do. Um, so just sum it up. Number one, pack ultra light. And two, uh, leave room in your itinerary. Do not pack just to be packed. Uh, and number three is the balance between splurge and save in terms of budget. And before I wrap up, just gonna take a quick scroll through my TikTok comments to see if there's any questions that kind of fit our discussion. Uh, so there is a question about, yes, a country recommendations for a new solo traveler. Uh, I actually want to do a video or even like a new episode just about this because now I am 29 and uh, when, you know, like when I first started solo traveling at age 19, my attitude, my tastes um, and who I am as a person has changed drastically. Um, so I think, yeah, so I think um, with a new solo traveling, I think it really is about, I think just think about the hard barriers first. And I think um, for me, the two hard barriers, one is money, two, the safety, especially uh, for those who are females who identify as a woman. Um, because I think, you know, me as a female solo traveler, there are definitely certain countries that I just don't feel comfortable to travel with, uh, to travel to alone as a young, uh, young female. Um, I don't think about the money because there definitely are more and less affordable countries. Um, so, yeah, so I think once you can redefine these two hard barriers for yourself, actually the list will just kind of shrink already very easily for you. Um, but I'm going to um, talk about that in another episode or even just when I wrap up this um, episode. Um, another question I think I saw. Yeah, something about Porto. Yes, I'm very excited about Porto. I'm going to stay at this hostel that's kind of on top of a winery. So it's a very uh, unique experience. 
and I'm、uh, looking forward to making new friends. So yes, so thank you to our listeners on the podcast. Um and um. Yes, I'm just sending a lot of love from Lisbon. This time, you know, just reminds me of just how warm Portuguese people are, <laughs>、uh, and how funny they are.、Um, and I tried my very first bifana, and、um, oh, it just really was a love experience. Just living on the, just sitting on the streets and talking to other tourists just about how much we love the food.、Um, yes, just really lovely. I I really recognize my privilege、um, now as a able-bodied and healthy and. Person with the means to do this、uh, post COVID. Now we can be just you know joining each other across borders again.、Uh, so I will continue share my journey both on TikTok and through podcasting with you guys. And、um, if you have any questions or suggestions about traveling and solo traveling in general,、uh, shoot me a comment. And I would love to hear from you both on TikTok and through the podcast. And I wish you have a very lovely day. And I'll see you in the next one. Thank you so much for giving me a home between your ears. I strive to create content that encourages you to practice courage and authenticity to belong truthfully wherever you are. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd so appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and feedback. Take it to social media at Your Best Deal Abroad on Instagram and TikTok so I can thank you personally. And join my free Telegram community pinned on my TikTok so we can support each other on our journey home. Remember, border is only where our expansion begins and bond never ends. Celebrate yourself until we meet in the next one.